Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BS can bring your space to life. Morena, good morning. Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. Shout out to Baz, the KKR. They got up, Louis, they got up. They're back in the winner's circle. Well done to Baz McCullum. Our skip, he's over there coaching the KKR. They've just won their last game against Trent Bolt's Rajasthan Royals. Chasing down 152, they were set. Chasing it down with an over spear or five ball spear. So well done to him and his team. Uh, we'll hopefully get a wee update from our man over there in India. What about this one? The new team, the Titans. The Titans, they've won eight. They've only lost one. That is Lockie Ferguson. They're a new franchise. They're leading the IPL. So, whew, the new kids on the block leading the IPL. We'll keep you up to date with what's happening over there. Coming up on the today's show, we've got Tony Kim, we've got Louis Herman Watt and myself. We've got Kit Joe in the background. He's still by himself. Doing a great job. Well done, mate. Well done. Awesome work, brother. But um, coming up on the show, we're going to talk some England women's rugby. That team has just secured their fourth consecutive Six Nations title. A 23rd win in a row. And that might be close to the world record. Or most, success, uh, most wins in women's rugby. We'll, keep, we'll try and figure out who's leading that. I know the All Blacks are 22. Of their 22 wins, are they equal to the most ever? Um, but yeah, that's a bit of a statement from England Rugby. We'll chat to former centre who notched up 84 caps, Rachel Burford. She's over in England and uh, we'll get a reaction to uh, England just dominating. They beat France in the in the Six Nations final for 24-12. Dominant performance. So we'll chat to her about that. And then gaming, computers, PlayStation, Xbox. Parents are constantly fighting a losing battle at home with their kids. Stay tuned. Because at 7.40, Henry Lawton of Victory Up, he's a CEO, will share what he has been doing in still in eSports gaming at high schools. And I know parents will be listening to this going, what are you on about? But it's a fascinating story about what's going on at schools. Participation in sport is dropping. And uh, this is another way that kids are getting involved with their friends, communication, the things that gaming instills in them. 
Anyway, we'll let uh, Henry Lawton share his journey and what he's doing with Victory Up at high schools. That is at 7.40ish. And then after 8, Steve Alka, winner of the Inspirity Invitation. Lydia Ko tied third at the Palos Videas Championship. And Ryan Fox tied ninth at the Catalonia Championship. Great weekend for New Zealand golf. Marcus Warehouse is coach of Ryan Fox, and he'll join us after 8 o'clock to talk about the latest. Steve Alka back in the winner's circle again. 500,000 check he's taking home for his family. I read something yesterday. I think he made $1.8 million from 1996 to when he finished in the PGA, and he's made over that in his last year of golf. He's doubled it in one year of golf, mate. So uh, what what an absolute champion is he is, old Steve Alka, playing some great golf at the moment. So we're going to react to that after 8 o'clock. That's enough for me. We've got a big show for you today. Remember, Quizzy Dag, Quizzy Dag, giving you a chance to win a trip. You're going to go into a draw. If you come on and, and enter Quizzy Dag and you win Quizzy Dag, you go on the draw to win a trip to the Gold Coast for the V8 Supercars, courtesy of Willamont Travel. So make sure you stay tuned. 6.40ish, Louie. We're going to give everyone a chance to go to the Gold Coast with Ken, Pete, Louie, and me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, T's and C's, baby. (laughs) That's it. Got to take us. Hey, um, actually, Izzy, because of that, I've got a little little plan to give away our Chemist Warehouse fragrance for the day as well. Um, Because we were doing that with the quiz. So I think... There are going to be some uh, blokes around New Zealand that are in are in a bit of trouble this weekend when it comes to Mother's Day because of the timing of another annual event. So it's all Aye, safe. It's all, all safe for now, and um, and and we're going to help you out with a, a chance to get yourselves some fragrances from the Chemist Warehouse. So that's great. Is he Steve Alka? Can you be Steve Alka? Since joining the Champions Tour, the PGA Champions Tour, 17 starts, 14 top 10s, three wins, lost in two playoffs, his last three starts, win, tied two, win. Pretty good. Wow. Heater. He's, did you see that last, that last nine, mate? That last nine, I was watching the highlights yesterday, started with par, birdied, 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 par, eagle, Birdie, par, and then just went home with a bogey for a, a five under in the back nine, mate, to, to finish it six under, four shots lead. Head of Steve Stricker. Yeah. You know how good Steve Stricker is. Yeah. He's, done, he's done a fair, fair bit in the golfing world. But, mate, he is playing some great golf. And we've had him on the show a few times too, mate. He's an awesome bloke. be interesting to, um, to chat to Marcus about it because um, he would have watched his whole career through the PGA and kind of the technical changes he's potentially made or is it just confidence you know you get on that winning feel you get you know you, you confident over the shot I'm, I'm keen as to hear what Marcus says about today because he's just on another level at the moment and if he was able to you know have if he was at, like is this just happening now because he's figured something out or could well, he have done this when he was playing in the PGA I don't know like it's, he, it's remember, busy is he he told us and he's on with Smithy today and this is how because mm. he is he is just enjoying this moment. He's t- answering his phone every time. Like he is so happy every time he wins a tournament. He gives a massive fist pump. Um, mm. He's on with Smithy, and remember he told us he's freed up. 
he had so much pressure on himself when he was on the PGA mm. Tour. He was choking himself, yeah. and he was kind of now he's got the second lease of life. Kimpy, it's almost like you always talk about how you were so young when you kind of de facto took over the, the Warriors and you kind of ended up in that coaching position, how you quite often, I mean, you don't regret anything, but now you think about how much more perspective you have on things and how you do things so differently. He's kind of had that second chance in his career, and that's just by the fact that the PGA Tour have this over 50s um, you know, they have somewhere you can go. So it, can you kind of see similarities? Yeah, 100%. And- yeah, 100%. I'll just, well, as he's talking there, you know, you you look at, um, if you use the analogy of the NRL, you look at Cody Walker, mate, he didn't come in first grade till he was 26. You know, and the, and the NRL model is, you know, we got to pick them up 15 and, and develop them through a system. And, and if they don't make it by the 20, they're out the back door, you know, in the under-20s comp. Before that got shifted, um, players were out, and I think it's one of the the untapped areas of sport on matru- on maturation. Where where late maturing adults uh, are left out in the cold, you know what I mean? As opposed to a model which says that we've got to follow this this one structure, this one system to get the best uh, for an organisation, like Steve Elka. You know, like you said, is he? You know, four hundred years before he before he wins what he what he won in those four hundred years in in twelve months. It's it's a real for me a a real uh, untapped area. Um, you never you never what it's saying is you're never too old. There's always a place for you. I'm just trying to think of mm. um, you know, guys like I'm trying to think of any footy players back here. Is he? I mean, was it Tim Perry? Didn't yeah. really get a crack until he was in his later thirties at the top flight, and I really relished it. The prop for, um, down there he was playing for the Crusade. Well, he bounced around a wee bit, then got a break with the the All Blacks later on, and, and he's obviously not playing now. But he went really good. Like there are examples of it, Kempi. What you're saying, like late maturing athletes, and by that time, their their head is so far screwed on that they really can embrace it and take it. See, the other part of it too is that. You- and I never get this part, is you put so much time and effort into a person to develop him and then say that he's out and replace him with someone and then start all over again. Like, why wouldn't you capture that IP and keep it somewhere? Mm. You, know what I, you know what I mean? It's sort of, a lot of it doesn't it, it doesn't make sense. So, um, you know, you don't normally have to follow, or you don't always have to follow a structure. Look, do you, no, anything, do you if you said to Steve Elka, is he, hey, mate, when you mm. get when you get into the seniors tour, you're actually going to be at the top of your game, and you're going to be picking up money left, right, and centre, and wins left, right, and centre. And the, the next seventeen games, you're going to have this. These are going to be your stats. What do you think he would have thought as a as a young player on the PGA? He would have laughed at him probably. He would have just said you're joking. But then he would have thought, um, yeah, oh mate, it's a, it's a crazy story. I'm just thinking of um, past players, and the one person that comes to mind with with um, that situation, Kempi, is Luke Romano. Luke Romano, I remember when I first started the Crusaders, I think he was about 26. He was playing club footy for um, high school old boys down here and he was just running around. I think he got a contract at about 26, 27 years of age. Wow. Now he's still playing. He's 36 at, at the moment. And, uh, yeah, so he's one that comes to mind with me, late bloomer, uh, went on to have a really successful career in, in the top of the in the top grade. So, yeah, it's only a number, eh, young? It's only a number, and, and age is no barrier when you when you've got the the experience like those older players had the probably the willingness and the and the grit to get through those difficult moments that comes with experience as well. Yeah, well, um, like, so yes, I just want to say is you know like at thir- 
I was coaching the NRL at 34. Mate, I know 10 mm. times more about the NRL now than when I was actually in the system. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, If you want to come and have a conversation with me about NRL, you better come loaded. Because yeah. I, I study the NRL every day. I analyse it every single day. I was showing, I was showing Louis a, an article this morning on the salary cap and explaining my thoughts on why the salary cap, especially at the Warriors, is a little bit skew with. Um, cooked Sorry. and cooked, you know what I mean. So, <laughs> like, what I'm saying is that sometimes it takes people a little bit longer to get there, mm. and sometimes you do throw people in the deep end when they're too young. We, how many times do we see that? Yeah, and and well, yes. Oh, so much. And you look at the American sports system and the drafts and how they try to rush kids through, and a lot of the time they they want to get there as fast as they can because of. Uh, the pay because they come from lower socioeconomic parts of America or wherever, you know, wherever. I mean, Izzy, you might even be part of you that kind of relates to this about where you came from and just trying to, you know, that first Hawks Bay Magpies contract when you bought that sacked out Merc um, with the rims. <laughs> you know, like you want to, you want to be, a, you want to be an adult as fast as possible because you can see the financial benefits for it, so you don't let yourself mature. But inversely, there are some naturally gifted born kids like Sam Walker's. Mm. They are just made to do it and can do it at age 18. And the, the, I guess the point is there's just no rhyme or reason in sport. There's no, no one way. I remember Joey Johns when, when he first hit uh, grade, you know, was, I, was, I was playing second grade. I'd fallen out with David Wade, who was a coach in Newcastle at the time, and yeah, he basically um, wanted to cut my salary. And I, I was playing New Zealand at the time. I said, mate, I'm not, you're not cutting my salary. I'm, I'm heading out to England. I was playing second grade. And Joey Johns came in. Now, he could play. Everyone in Newcastle knew that kid could play, but he wasn't ready. You know what I mean? Like, basically every Saturday night, he's crying on my shoulder, saying, saying the expectation is too much for me. You know, what do I do? And I used to just look, I was 26 at the time, I used to just look at him and say, mate, can't cry on someone else's shoulder, you know, I'm having a beer. <laughs> um, yeah. But I was just yeah. saying, him, just, yeah. re, just relax, you know, because if I was 18 with him, I'd be crying too. And the, what I'm trying to say in that, that argument sometimes it's not the kids' fault, you know. Sometimes oh, they need never. they need to be given some time. Yeah, sometimes they're not going to make it because of that pressure that people put on them. But you take that kid. I'll tell you what he is. He he was the most unassuming kid ever. Like he had a he had a big backside. You know, he was all out of proportion. Um, you just he didn't look like a footballer at that age. Yet when he got on a football field, and I know probably two or three players I could I could name that were terrible at training, didn't look the part, and yet when you, when you pulled the jersey on them and said, we've got 80 minutes of football in front of us, we're by far and out the best players that were out there. And oh, I know, plenty of those. <laughs> you look at, I listened to a conversation with him and Jonathan Thurston yesterday. Jonathan Thurston said when he came back in that 2006 State of Origin, I think it was 2006 State of Origin, he, and absolutely teared them apart, it put Jonathan Thurston in good stead for the next 12 years. He said, I got so much IP off you that night that over the next 12 years I became the player that I was. And I, and that's the Steve Elka story. Like, what would you, what would you do now, Izzy? Would you, you know, there's such a real good um, group of Kiwi players. You know, you've got the Lydia Coes, the Foxes and stuff like that. But what about the kids underneath them? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you try and – and that's a question I want to ask Marcus. Like, what are, mm. what are you doing to capture all that IP that you've got now from Steve Elker, and how does it help our structures underneath it so that our kids know that they can they can probably play for years? 
It's a it's a secret. No, I think I think he'll come back. He'll come back and he'll share those wisdom and share his experiences on the PJ. Why he wasn't able to transform that to the victories that he was probably potentially after in the PJ. Hundred percent, I can see him coming back because what a story that is. Whole time through the PJ, not having the success. Now the pressure's off Louis. He's had a taste of victory, so you can share that the, the experiences, how he got there, some things that that really clicked that he's felt. And, um, mate, not only in sport, he better share it with life as well. And um, that, that's the biggest thing about this. Yeah, you're right, Izzy. You can actually translate this out into any industry, into any kind of um, social mm. or kind of cultural setting, to be honest. And, and in golf specifically, it's quite interesting because you actually look at the flip side of it, someone else who has just become one of the most beautiful people, and she always has been, but Lydia Ko, she was in the headlines yesterday for just being so honest <laughs> about herself and, um, um, you know, what she was going through as a woman with her menstrual cycle. And, and you know, like when Lydia Ko burst onto the scene, she was 15, 16, winning, winning mm. massive tournaments. And the pressure of that came with that. It actually took her for a long time to recalibrate herself. The opposite end of the spectrum, Steve Alka has not been able to find that and work out exactly what he's meant to be and how he's meant to be doing it till the end of his career. So, again, this is why sport is the absolute best. Double eight, double three, who are some of the late bloomers? Or actually, inversely, if you want to talk about the early bloomers as well, go for it. But I'd love to know, who are some of those Luke Romano, Steve uh, Alka stories? that you kind of always thought had a bit of something, but it wasn't right until the end that you kind of saw it. Great conversation, boys. Really, really interesting stuff. Uh, Michael, good text here from you about the Bledisloe Cup on a Thursday. Let's get to that on the Temper Bedpost text machine. After this, we're here with the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. It's 20 minutes past six. Talking some All Blacks after this. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.